and welcome to your favourite teacher. I'm going to talk about a poem today. I'm going to be talking about Neutral Tones by Thomas Hardy. Now, for some of you, this might be a poem that you're studying at school, maybe in the Love and Relationships cluster, or maybe you just want to hear a little bit of poetry um, on this lovely afternoon. What I'm going to do first is I'll read through the poem. Um, And then I'm going to pick out some key ideas, um, some key words and phrases that might be interesting to talk about and maybe make some links with some other poems um, as well. So here we go. When Neutral Tones, not when we departed, I've already done that one. Neutral Tones by Thomas Hardy. We stood by a pond that winter day and the sun was white as though chidden of God. And a few leaves lay on the starving sod. They had fallen from an ash and were grey. Your eyes on me were as eyes that rove over tedious riddles solved years ago. And some words played between us to and fro, on which lost the more by our love. The smile on your mouth was the deadest thing alive enough to have strength to die, and a grin of bitterness swept thereby, like an ominous bird a wing. Since then, keen lessons that love deceives, and rings with wrong have shaped to me, your face and the God-cursed sun and a tree, and a pond edged with greyish leaves. Okay, so not the happiest of poems. Um, This is obviously a poem about a relationship that hasn't lasted. Um, And from the title, neutral, that's something that's kind of cold and emotionless. It seems as though he doesn't feel one way or another about it. Although actually I kind of have a different opinion after reading it. Some interesting things that you might want to sort of pick out straight away is how painful it seems um, the end of this relationship is. And that's something that we can talk about uh, when we look at other poets. Um, For example, uh, I just have done a podcast uh, by Lord Byron, which also looks at the end of a relationship. And there's quite a few similarities there with when we two parted. So if you're going to pick out some key themes, I would say pain, loss, death, um, bitterness, anger, and also running all the way through is this theme of nature, because he uses nature really to express himself, Um, which is something actually really that we see a lot in romanticism and the romantic era, and he was very influenced by the romantic poets. So Thomas Hardy, a little bit about him, was a Victorian novelist and poet. Um, A lot of his poetry is autobiographical. So normally in a poem, the first thing you've got to do is you've got to separate the the writer of the poem from the narrator of the poem. And that's really important. But where we have autobiographical poetry, you can kind of assume um, that these were the feelings that Thomas Hardy himself felt. Um, And that's quite distinct because often people make a mistake when they write about a poem, when they're doing analysis, and they'll talk about it um, as though the narrator is the poet. Um, And a lot of the time that isn't the case, but we know that his work was often quite autobiographical. So you can draw in context quite nicely here. 
So Neutral Tones was actually written by one of his relationships that didn't last. Um, and we can tell, obviously, that it, it didn't last by um, the words and the phrases, the vocabulary that he uses, and certainly the symbols that he uses. So let's have a look at the first stanza, first stanza straight away. Um, we've got some pathetic fallacy, um, which is something that we saw when we looked um, at when we two parted. So if you were drawing links to another poem, um, we've got, we stood by that pond that winter day. Now winter is something that's bleak, um, miserable. Uh, winter is really um, associated with death. It's when all the plants die. So we've got, um, if you were going to talk about um, the theme of death and how it runs throughout, you could talk about the example of winter. Something cold, icy, lifeless. Um, Chidden of God, it's quite a weird phrase. Um, it's kind of as though what it means is as though God is scolding you. So that's on the second line. Um, so the sun was white. Again, you think of sun as positive, hopeful, but it being white is, again, it's cold. It's not that warm yellow. Few leaves lay on the um, starving sod. So straight away, I know I've said about how winter is le linked to death, but also here the idea of something starving um, is quite extreme description. So leaves that were once fertile now are dying um, and that's symbolic for his relationship and then again we've got ash so ash is what's left when something's been burnt all of these things uh to really link with like death and nature um and the color choice there and we're gray it's not the most colorful positive start to the poem so obviously it wasn't the most colorful warm um full of life relationship if we look at the second stanza she won't really look at him um eyes that rove so if something roves it travels so she's kind of not making eye contact with him maybe she's bored with him maybe she's got a wandering eye which we know is a euphemism for cheating um and then the second line tedious riddles so frustrations he can't solve her he can't figure her out um some words played between us to and fro so maybe this idea of arguing back back and forth so things like that in the second stanza you really want to talk about the the negative um infuriating aspects of their relationship and that's what he's talking about here with these riddles her boredom um on which lost the more by our love they've lost direction um, and again loss something we link to death Oh, and we get lots of death when we look at stanza three because the smile on your mouth was the deadest thing. So if you were going to be talking about poems where the relationship and the loss of the relationship is something that uses a semantic field of death, which is what I talked about um, with When We Two Parted, you've got loads of things here that you could draw a comparison. The smile on your mouth was the deadest thing. So juxtaposition here, juxtaposition, if you can't remember, is where you have contrasting ideas um, that are placed close to each other for effect. So smile, happy, joy, that's something positive in a relationship, but was the deadest thing. So maybe her smile was deadly. Um, her smile was had nothing going on behind it. Maybe it was fake. Alive enough to have strength to die. I mean, he's quite angry, isn't he? Um, 
he's not really talking about his partner in particularly positive descriptions. Um, it's quite it's quite ominous here, grin of bitterness. So everything here to do with her smile and her grin shows um, something that he should... It's like a warning, something he should be warned by, like an ominous bird a wing. So what that simile there is, um, he's talking about like a bird that sort of flies away when it sees trouble. So everything in the stands is quite ominous. Obviously, we've actually got um, the adjective ominous as well in the last line in that simile. But everything here seems to be quite a, quite a warning. Alive enough to have the strength to die. I mean, ugh, grin of bitterness. These three references here are all quite um, quite nasty and show the pain um, that, you know, a smile is something that should be warm and full of love and that's really not how he remembers it. The last stanza shows a change in his emotion. He's recalling some of the, some specific details and his language becomes more and more bitter and powerful. He says that he feels deceived. Um, he... He talks about um, the God-cursed sun, which has gone from white, um, where we've got like neutral, just like with the title, um, if something's white and colourless, to God-cursed. So he's no longer sort of sitting on the fence. He's really quite, um, quite clear in his feelings. Throughout, there are a few things that you might want to notice and when you're doing annotations, pick out. So oxymoron, juxtaposition, semantic field, all of these are um, are methods that the poet's used to get his feelings across. Um, We've got enjambment. We obviously do have a rhyme scheme as well um, where the first and last lines rhyme together um, and... Then we have um, the middle lines rhyming together, which is kind of back and forth, back and forth. We've we've got this poem, um, and it's from the viewpoint of, of the poet, and it has a really bitter and resentful tone. It's structured into four regular stanzas, um, and it might be as though he's playing this memory over and over because it's quite circular it ends where it began by the pond and this might signify his inability to move on color is a central motif so a motif is a reoccurring theme or idea and color is central to this poem and even in the title neutral tones um, that's something you might talk about if you're talking about how you're going to decorate your living room Um, so we've got colors um white and grey and then we've got um things god curse which suggests angry a red inflamed sun um so his a lot of his emotions are kind of unresolved and then like other poems that we've seen we've got the semantic field of death and lifelessness i talked about this in terms of the seasons so the starving sod um but also we've got um, the smile is dead the leaves are grey all of these things show it's almost like nature has died like his relationship. Um, the, the poem also has a series of opposites. As I've said, we've got juxtaposition between the this, this smile and, and dead. But also um, eyes and eyes were on me as eyes that rove. These are kind of contrasting ontra- um, and opposite ideas. Um, so where there should be intimacy, there's coldness. Um, and when there sh- where there should be sort of warmth, 
um, and genuine emotion and the grin is forced and, and deceptive. So there's lots of things there to talk about um, with this poem. I think it's a good one um, if you have something about feelings of anger and bitterness. You might want to talk about how conflict in a relationship is presented in this poem or how painful memories are presented. All of these things will um, give you lots of uh, lots of conversation points if you're going to talk about either Winter Swan, which I'll do a podcast on, uh, When We Two Parted or maybe even Farmer's Bride. Hope that's been helpful.